Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. All right, Grand Comedy Club, Escondido, California, this weekend. I will be there Friday night and Saturday night. Grand Comedy Club in Escondido. I love this place. Please come to that. Next, after that, I'm in Good Nights in Raleigh. Been a long time. I'm coming back to Raleigh. That's November 15th, Wednesday night. November 16th, I go over to Charlotte, the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, one of my favorite places. We'll have a blast there. That's November 16th. Then I go to the Comedy Vault in Batavia. Back there in the Illinois, outside of Chicago, Batavia, great venue. Cleveland Hilarities after that. Helium in Buffalo. Governors in Levittown, Long Island, selling very well. The Stadmium Theater in Rhode Island. And comedy at the Carlson is how we wrap up the year. Everything's at Frangiola.fun. Come on out and come to those shows. We're having a blast on the road. Alex, what do you have to say? Swing on over to the Facebook page if you're not already on it. Olivia has just posted a lot of holiday merch as well as just just a whole merch drop for the end of the year. But we got some holiday-specific stuff. We think you're going to love it. Again, that's just go to the Facebook page. You can find the form to order right there. Great job. All right, now enjoy a brand-new Cover to Cover. Whoa, we are rocking and rolling on a Thursday over here at Cover to Cover. Starting things off heavy with a little Black Sabbath 1970. Mm. Ozzy Osbourne, Tony Iommi, Giza Butler, and Bill Ward. Mother four coming at you. I think they're all one. I think Tony Giza Butler died or Bill Ward, one of them died. Mm-hmm. But Tony Iommi's still going. Ozzy's still going. I mean, not still going, but they're alive. Barely. They're yeah. alive. Uh, Tony Iommi, gentlemen, just come into Mirabelle every night, pretty much. Gentlemen, get liver and onions. That's an old man dish. Liver and onions. Mm-hmm. Old Englishman. Always smelled good. Always had him like a good outfit. Just a classy rock and roll star. Tony Iommi. Decent person. And then they are par- paranoid. Paranoia, paranoid. 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 Little Black Sabbath, 1970. We were fans of Black Sabbath and Frangiola House, me and my brothers. My, We were Black Sabbath fans. Mm. Both Ozzy Black Sabbath and then to- and uh, and then uh, Ronnie James Dio Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. We were fans of all Black Sabbaths. 
Um, good stuff. Good rock and roll there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Thursday. Um, I just drove my daughter to school, Alex. Okay. Sometimes I have to do that. We're going to be doing it more and more as your daughter gets a little older. Anyone who has children, you would know this. Most of you have adult children because you were normal people. Mm -hmm. You had children at a proper age, and now you're living your good life in the, uh, you know, in the in the autumn of your years, you're able to enjoy life. I did it the opposite, and now I have a four-year-old at uh, 57. So I had to drive her to school, and uh, it's fine. I like driving her to school. I got no problem with all that. It's nice to get out there in the morning, mm-hmm. see how the other half lives on the trafficy Ventura Boulevard mm-hmm. up in, you know, blah, blah. But we have to play music uh, from, from, like, children's music. Serious. I have a serious pres- subscription. Mm-hmm. Subscription. Uh, in my car, you know, because I'm a Howard Stern fan, so I love Sirius for Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I would listen to Sirius outside of Howard Stern, but I never go to, like, terrestrial radio. I'm always on Sirius, so I'll click over to, I got, you know, about I'll bounce from Yacht Rock over to 70s, whatever they got going on. Yeah. Then I'll go to uh, Hair Nation, see what they're doing, some 80s, 90s metal over there. Um and that's about, and then there's a lithium I like. They, oh, do, like yeah. a, they do like a Blink 182 era kind of 90s mm-hmm. stuff, lit, those kind of bands. Um, and then, you know, I, I, you got to bounce around because they'll throw some shit in there. And then, of course, I do uh, the alternative channel. What is that one called? New Wave or something like that. Anyway, that one's pretty good too. And, uh, and then Howard Stern, of course. That's my serious bouncing mm-hmm. around. Yeah. I don't go too deep into like any of the other stuff. I mean, you could go real deep over there. I don't know. I mean, I, I, have, I can I, go deep over there. I bet there. you can. Yeah. I got like a bluegrass channel <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. I mean, I could, <laughs> but I feel like I'm always going to crash my car. You know, it's distracted mm-hmm. driving. Every yeah. time I look down, I know there's probably a way to do it from my steering wheel. But even that, you got to always looking down. I'm like, I'm going to crash the car trying to find you know, some uh, Kasha Gugu song. So anyway, <laughs> today I got a, they got a couple of children's channels on there. Mm-hmm. Family radio, whatever. Kids bop. Ooh. Yeah. You know what that is? Kids bop, they just take like hits, like today's hits. Yeah. And they just have a kid sing them mm-hmm. and clean them up a little bit, you know, because every day, every, every today hits got uh, my pussies yeah. wet and ready for the Mack truck to pull into it. You yeah. Know? So they got to clean that up. They can't, are they doing kids yeah. wop over there? They kind of are. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, they're doing some songs. They're like, oh, Whoa. how are they going to clean this up? And yeah. Somehow they managed to do it. And as they got that, then they got like a couple of other ones, Jitter, Junebug or Jitterbug or some other Disney hits and mm-hmm. all that crap. And then they got one channel that has like a morning show. I've talked about it before. It's called Mornings with Mindy. And Mindy yeah. is, uh, Mindy takes phone calls from children. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know what the hell Mindy's thinking because uh, if there's one thing I've learned about kids from listening to Mornings with Mindy is they can't make phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how the phone works. No. They don't know when to put their mouth to the receiver. They don't know when to hang up. They don't know timing. They don't know if you're if Mindy's speaking, you don't speak. If you're speaking, Mindy doesn't speak. But Mindy doesn't seem to be getting this either. If I were Mindy, if I was mornings with Mindy, mm-hmm. now I'm gonna imagine morning. Here's I don't know what Mindy looks like. Maybe you can yeah, see I'll pull if you her can up. Look, I, I'm imagining Mindy because that's the fun thing about 
about uh, at least used to be. Now yeah. you can just Google people. But in the old days of radio, the fun thing about it was you never really knew what these people look like. Their voices, if you listen to like as much radio as I did, and you know, we all did in the 80s, you mm-hmm. listen to radio and you knew the DJ's names, whether it be Bob Buckman from WBAB or these people that I knew from my Long Island radio listening, WBLI and all these. That's Mindy. That's yep. about what I picture. Mm-hmm. What do you think? She's 38? In there. Yeah. She's an NPR employee as yes, well, it looks like. Yes, that's what I so. figured. I figured she's been doing radio. Mm-hmm. Mindy's been in the radio game for a long time. And here's what we know about radio. It's it's taken a hit. Mm-hmm. People aren't getting paid what they used to get. Not even close. I'm actually in it a little bit because I have to go do a lot of radio shows when I'm promoting shows mm-hmm. on the road and stuff. So I'm at a lot of radio stations. And you walk through these radio stations. Sometimes a lot of now radio stations are now all under the iHeart umbrella. Mm-hmm. iHeart Radio has taken over a lot of them. If they were, if they had a pretty decent following, iHeart just bought them up. And now they, they're in an iHeart building in whatever city you're in. Yeah. Let's throw out a city. Let's just say Atlanta. They'll go to the iHeart building and there'll be 25 different stations on the same floor. And sitting in little cube, you know, little offices. Here's country guy. Here's rock guy. Mm-hmm. Here's sports guy. Here's fun guy. Here's morning radio fun and blah blah blah. Yeah. Rock and roll guy. They're all in the same hallway. And then there's a bunch of desks, you know, cubicle desks that I would imagine at one time during the heyday of radio, these were packed with people coming up with ads, mm-hmm. coming up with bits, coming up. They, they, they it was. Radio was huge at yeah. one time. Screening calls. But now they're all empty. They're just empty cubicles. It looks like something out of a post-apocalyptic movie. Uh-huh. And then you walk through the empty. There's usually one guy who just like, like barely hanging on. He'll come to the door to get you. You know, he's got a dirty old sweatshirt on. And he'll walk you into the, the DJs. And in some cases, some shows are still doing pretty well. And there, you could tell when they're doing well, the DJs. And then some are on their last legs. Mm-hmm. And the, the DJ does not want to be there. He's making 38000 a year. He, it, it's a rough go of it. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine Mindy's in that game. Mindy was probably like, at one point, queen of NPR. Things were rolling along. And then some shit started to happen. And they were like, what else you got? And Mindy's like, what do you got over at Sirius Radio? I'm like, well, do you do... You know, do you do music? She's like, well, I've been over at NPR for years. I don't, I don't really do rock and roll. I don't do pop music. I don't do country music. Well, we got this a kids channel. What? Yeah, it's like a, every morning you'll you'll just take phone calls from children. Yeah. And ask them if they have any jokes or whatever. <laughs> okay. And then Mindy goes, all right, I'll take it. Mindy must be dying because she's also got a partner. It's like a almost like a Robin Quivers and Howard Stern type. Or or Alex and yeah. Chris Frangiola type of banter back yeah. and forth. Okay. What's her partner's name? I don't know. He's oh, a guy. Okay. He's a guy. Okay. Anyway, um, she continues to take phone calls from these kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here it is. Uh oh, it's uh we got uh we got uh, Tracy from Indianapolis calling in. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Mindy. I wanna ask you a question. Mindy, I wanna know if you my mother makes the best egg in the morning, and I want to. I have a joke. You get what's happening? Yeah. And Mindy, God bless her. The patience that Mindy has is, I 
I'm listening to it and I'm infuriated by it because I'm like, Mindy, obviously this girl can't handle, hang up. Yeah. Hang up. Mm-mm. She can't handle a phone call. They're talking over each other. Okay. Now this morning, Mindy says, I got a riddle, everybody. Today's riddle is I am a ball. Okay. Okay. But I can't be kicked, thrown, or tossed or whatever. Yeah. Kicked, thrown, or tossed. Something like that. I'm a ball that can't be kicked, thrown, bounced. Bounced. Okay. I'm a ball that can't be any of those things. Okay. And the kids are calling in. Okay. The kids are calling in. And they're all fucked up. You know, they're not making any sense. They're telling jokes. When that's they, Mindy wants them to solve the riddle. Mm-hmm. They're calling in, telling jokes. Yeah. The they're and giving pretty decent answers. The one girl goes a disco ball. Ooh. You know what? She's not wrong. She wins. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now, if I were Mindy, I'd be like, you know what? You won. Just so I don't have to deal with these phone calls anymore, <laughs> I'll just play some stupid Jack and the Beanstalk songs or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to play some dumb music. I don't want to talk to 15 more kids. Disco ball's good enough. Yeah. You win. Mindy's like, no, that's not the answer. <laughs> good answer, though, but not the answer. Do you have a joke? Now, let me tell you another thing about children. They don't know jokes. They mm. don't know how to do them. Yeah. They don't know the pun. They don't know why punchlines are funny. Yeah. They don't get it. My daughter has one joke that she sticks with. And you know what? It's not a bad way to go. Yeah. She's got one solid joke. Where <laughs> Where does a cow go on a first date? Where? The movies. Ooh, I like it. It's solid. Yeah. Gets a laugh. Always, always scores. Mm-hmm. She's been closing with that joke for the last two years. <laughs> uh, so anyway... Every then the kids got a joke. They start with the you know punchline of one. I mean the setup of one. Mm-hmm. Give the punchline of another. Doesn't make any sense. And Mindy kind of you know holds them to it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's actually not the punchline to that joke. I'm like, Mindy, let it go. Yeah, this is an NPR, sweetheart. No, let the joke. Let the girl hang up. She's got to go to school. Mm-hmm. So other kids are calling in with decent ball answers to the to the riddle to the riddle. Uh huh. Other ball, I honestly, I was impressed that these kids thought of it. And I know they did. And I know their parents told them it. And mm-hmm. they called. <laughs> parents are going to get on the phone. They say, you call. It's disco ball. And other one. Anyway, Mindy keeps going, no, not the right one. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like these are all good answers. And Mindy, just say yes. So we, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm 15 minutes into my drive down Ventura Boulevard. I want to strangle all the children. <laughs> I want to strangle Mindy. I want to strangle her co-host. Yeah. All, they're all driving me insane. I'm just like, just play some music. And my daughter's in the back like, aren't they going to play any music? I want to hear music. I'm like, she wants to hear. My daughter doesn't understand radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to explain to her radio. Honey, I know a little bit about radio. I've done several shows. And she's like, I want to hear the theme. <laughs> she likes the theme to of Space Jam, oh. the old Michael Jordan Space Jam, yeah, which is the worst Pump movie. Pump up the jam, it's a Space Jam, and something like that. That's right? it. Yeah. How do you know? Oh, you to were probably uh, you know you were yeah, a kid. When I was her out. age when I heard it for the first time. That's the song. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. So we got to play the song twenty five times a day. Some, some Space Jam song. Uh, and anyway, I tell my I said Beckett likes the Space Jam song because it came on this Mindy show one day. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's like, my wife is like, oh, let's watch Space Jam with her. 
So we tried to watch Space Jam just a couple of nights ago. I don't the know new one or the original? The, the original, okay. the Michael Jordan Space Jam. The, I've never seen it. I don't, you know, I know it's Bugs Bunny and, mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's the stupidest movie I've ever seen in my life. I know it's. Well, for, how dare you? Well, I know. I know you like, there's like a whole generation of people who love it. Like, yeah. They love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm beyond that generation. It wasn't for me, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. my time of, of yeah. in life. Yeah. So I'm looking at, and secondly, children don't have their attention span. I mean, first of all, the credits are rolling for 10 minutes. My daughter's already like, I'm out. Yeah. They're explaining the story in the beginning. We got no time for that anymore. Those, you got to get to the action quick. quick. Yep. So my daughter, 15 minutes in, she's like, oh, what, what is even going on? Like, I don't, it's a basketball movie. I don't get it. She's not, the song, great. Love the theme song. Don't like the movie. Mm-hmm. So we're good with that. Anyway, she's asking me this morning, like, when are they going to play the Space Jam song? Then I have to explain radio to her. I'm like, well, they don't just play the same song. All, I mean, I don't know if that one's ever going to come around on, mm-hmm. on there. I don't know what Mindy's up to. Yeah. But right now, Mindy won't take the proper an answer, any answer for the riddle. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be taking 15 more phone calls. Before somebody gets this riddle right. And I feel every one of these kids has gotten it right mm-hmm. with a different type of ball that can't be kicked. Although I guess technically a disco ball could be kicked. Yeah. Okay. You know what the answer is? What? Fun, some kid finally got it. Eyeball. <sighs> I mean, you could kick an eyeball. That's what too. I said. <laughs> I said you I mean, technically you technically, could kick an eyeball yeah. or throw an eyeball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I don't know how, but you could. You could rip it out of someone's head. I mean, that's what Mindy should have said to this girl. Yeah. Uh, you could rip it out of someone's head. Disco ball, I think it's the better. Anyway. I don't, uh, <laughs> this is what it is. This is my life now. Yeah. This is my life. Pump up the jam. Pump up, looking. And then I don't want to take out my phone. I could have gotten the Space Jam song on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm trying to be better about, you know, when I have my child in my car, I don't want to be scrolling Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I think it's probably a bad idea as a parent mm-hmm. to be scrolling Instagram while my child is in the back and I'm driving 3,000 pounds of metal yeah. at a high rate of speed. You know That's what I mean? That's big of you. I, I don't know. see many parents like that anymore. I'm pretty You're good at it. You're old fashioned. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then if I take my phone out, she's going to be asking me for some dumb, mm-hmm. you know, TV show or something. Anyway, this is my life now. I'm... I'm angry at Mindy, morning Mindy, mornings with Mindy. And I also I also love Mindy for what she does because it she must be dying mm-hmm. having to do this. Yeah. I Mindy doesn't want to be here. Mindy does not want to be doing morning with Mindy at uh and taking phone calls from three year olds. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to do it. Now I'm going through her page and I don't see it doesn't appear that she has a kid. So That's what is, I'm saying. Yeah, it's it doesn't no, she doesn't try. That's why if she had a kid she would have taken the first answer to the riddle. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, okay, if she were a kid, she'd be like, I don't need to be dealing with this shit anymore. That, yeah, that's perfect. You got it. Mm-hmm. That's the answer. Yeah. If she had a kid, that's what she would have done. But she doesn't have a kid, so she's like, I, I need the right answer. I'm like, you take any answer. You yeah. don't need the right answer. No. But Mindy doesn't know that. Mindy doesn't know that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's mornings with Mindy. Um, uh, and that's what I do. That's my life now. I Who did... I did None of this ended up the way I took. I had no plan. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this this morning. I get up. At, I, I go to bed now. This is also my new life. I seem to go to bed at 8.30 p.m. Okay. 8.30. Yeah. Which is now getting ridiculous. But it's like 
we really start to slow it down here at the house because we have to. Mm-hmm. We have to wind it down. So my daughter will start winding it down. Around 7.30, we begin to wind down, Alex. Okay. okay. Lights start getting dimmer. Uh, you know, the TV gets yeah. a little lower if we're watching that. The games start stopping if we're doing shit like that. We stop running, chasing. Every game's a fucking chase. Yeah. Every game ends with a chase. She goes, Daddy, let's pretend you're... I don't know, uh, Green Goblin, something from Spider-Man. Yeah. And you chase me around the yard. And okay, you know how long Green Goblin has to chase Spider-Man? I mean, I've seen the movies. Three hours. Yeah. Three hours. Green Goblin never gets, never catches Spider-Man. No. Even if Green Goblin catches Spider-Man, Spider-Man makes up some other rule. Yeah, got a trick no. up his sleeve. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't catch me because I had some... She puts up some, I had a a force field around me. Yeah. I'm like, well, you just changed the rules. Now I got to run for two more hours. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's what I got to do. Three. So then we start to calm that down. We calm down the the running. Okay. Okay. And then I noticed that as we, as we, as we wind down on the evening, it doesn't affect my daughter at all. She's still shot out of a fucking cannon. Mm-hmm. The only one it's affecting is me. It's you. The wind, down, <laughs> the wind down gets me more than it gets her. Yeah. So I start winding down. Now I'm like, well, I can't ramp it back up here. It's mm-hmm. 8 p. My daughter's asleep now, 8 p.m. And now I'm like, what am I going to do? Go back in and start, you know, get the night going again? <laughs> I'm done. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know, get out of the covers. Next thing you know, it's like, all right, I can wrap it up now. Mm-hmm. And if you go to bed at 8.30... That means you wake up at 5.30. That's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Yeah. It's eight hours. Quality, eight hours. So I'm up at 5.30 in the morning, and then I just think about life. Walk around my yard, dark, still dark, mm-hmm. but I walk around it. Walk the grounds. Walk the grounds and think about life. And this morning I was thinking about, you know, how did I end up here? How did I get here? I had no plan. You know, got off a plane in 19... 19- 88. Okay. 1988. That's when I got off a plane. August 23rd, 1988. I landed at LAX. How many times had you been on a plane prior to this? Never. Never? My first time. Wow. My first time ever on a plane. I let a Continental Airlines out of MacArthur Airport on Long Island through, I think, um, Cleveland. Cleveland to LAX with my friend Carl. Uh, August 23rd, 1988. Now, what was your suitcase situation? Suitcases, duffel bags? Little tiny suitcases, I think, as far as I know. I mean, you know, yeah, duffel bags, maybe duffel bags. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was even rollers back then, or or they weren't uh, good yet. Like those old suitcases? Yeah, like an old, I'm not kidding, like an old-timey suitcase. Yeah. Had on some weird, like, like denim, like a duster, like a denim duster. On your body? On the 1988. You say, I don't know how to it travel. It was a hot look. It was a hot <laughs> look. I was like Bon Jovi, for God's sake. Anyway, I get that. And that, you know, I still have a picture of like me and my, my mother. She came to the airport, drove us to MacArthur, which is kind of right by our house in Ronkonkoma. Mm-hmm. And like a couple of buddies came. Like my buddy Carlo Bricolari was there at the airport, like seeing us off. Yeah. Like, good luck to you out there. And I didn't think I was, I, I, I never, I was like, oh, well. Good luck to me. I'll be back in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm listen. I'm just going. I'm gonna book a couple of John Hughes movies. Yeah. I'm and I'll be back 
for the premiere, mm-hmm. you know, at the Ziegfeld in New York City, or the premiere of my big John Hughes movies. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that was the plan. Yeah. Three weeks in Los Angeles uh, in 1988, get a couple of movies, and then I'll be able to, you know, jaunt, jaunt back and forth from New York to L.A. when I'm a movie, when I'm Andrew McCarthy. Mm-hmm. That was the plan. None of it worked out. I, 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 I floundered for 20 years, hopping from shitty restaurant to shitty restaurant, um, barely making any money. And, you know, then I, I, I got to Chelsea lately when I was 40 years old. A couple of other small things here and there, but not enough to really sink yeah. my teeth into it. And I'm stand up all the way, along the way, stand up here and there, you know, always stand up. But that was shit too, you know? Um, and then Chelsea Laidley, boom, boom, staying with me. Yeah. Chelsea Laidley's great rocking and rolling. Everybody's happy. We're making money. We're doing good. Life is good. Chelsea Laidley ends. Boom. What happens now? It's back to fucking zero. <laughs> I mean, if it weren't for the money that I made on Chelsea Laidley, thank God I had a little bit of money because it, the career ended as bad as it had been in 1988 again. Yeah. And I, you know, at that point I'd been known, people knew who I was, people saw my face every day on TV, but it doesn't make any difference. Once I was like, I'm done, well, I was like, I was done. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm sure I probably could have went out there and hustled and said, yeah, I'm the guy from Chelsea Lake. Be like, Chelsea Handler or Chewy? No, one of the other guys. <laughs> like, then like, uh, T.J. Miller? No, not him. Uh, I was the other guy. Oh, uh, we don't. Yeah. Nobody cared. I and think I was a like, wolf? Is there a wolf? Yeah, over like here? Josh Wolf. You know, <laughs> like, no, no, people are like, I, you were one of those people? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there 50 of them? Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So they, nobody cared. And it became blaringly obvious that nobody cared. And I was like, oh, shit. I remember like getting, I know this is all stories I've told before, but. We don't have a ton of topics, so we and we'll get to topics in a second. Mm-hmm. This is just something as I was walking around at five thirty this morning, I was thinking about. And um, and so anyway, I I remember like getting dropped by agents. Like I had, I never really had great agents, but they were, I had big ones mm-hmm. just because I was on TV. And normally, what the agency would do is like, okay, Chelsea Lee's over. Now we're gonna get you a job on another show. Yeah, they were like, you're done with us. I'm like, oh, really? Like, oh. Aren't, isn't this where you start agenting? Am I worth no yeah, money? Yeah, because they never agented when I was no. on Chelsea. They had nothing to do. They didn't broker the, the yeah, deal. I, I worked every day on that show and then went on tour by my, with Chelsea or by myself mm-hmm. that I just did on my own. They never did anything. So now I'm like, well, here's your chance to, like, you're fired. You're, we're done with you. I'm like, oh, shit. So then I'm down to, like, nothing. Uh-huh. Down to bear, get going on the road in front of 14 people. This shit's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like many of my the people I was working with at the time were kind of the same way. We're all like, "Oh shit!" Just to get over. Chelsea went on to do some Netflix shit, but I wasn't involved in any of that. Mm-hmm. I had moved on, and and I was doing like nothing. Then, and this is it. Now we'll get to story. Then I was like, "Who knew this was going to become this?" And this is all, I believe this is now 5.30 in the morning walking around the backyard thinking about this, is based upon this weekend shows. I felt like both of them went well and were, you know, attended well. I mean, as well as I, I didn't ask for much. Mm-hmm. I don't need to sell out Madison Square Garden. I just need one, one night of 240 people 
at the Milwaukee Improv, or I'm good with that. Yeah. You know? So I got, I'm getting that now, and I'm like, it's because of this podcast, and who saw this fuck? I mean, this was a Alex drowning, desperate, fucking desperate, so desperate. You or me at this point? Well, no. Because you well, said Alex, but I'm No, saying. but I was just saying, I was letting oh, yeah. people know you're still here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, both of us, I yeah, would imagine. honestly, both you know, of us. Both of us. But you, see, you were desperate because you were young and you were new to L.A. I mean, mm-hmm. you were doing what I was doing in 1988. So you, of course, yeah. you weren't. Sp- and also, uh, you you hadn't had anything up to that point, so it was not, you had nothing you, to compare I didn't lose to. anything. You didn't yeah. lose anything. I was a big star, and now I was a piece of shit. Hanging out eight, with me. Six years later, <laughs> in a wet studio yeah. in, in, in Koreatown. And... And the guy who like started the, this podcasting that we started on mm-hmm. is long gone now, but we're moved on to other things. But he asked me like months before that to start a podcast, or maybe even a year before. And I was like, "No way, bro! Things are going to turn around for me." Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not doing a podcast. That's just back when podcasting had a bit of a yeah. stink on. It was like it, porn. Know? It was frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you've really. Ooh. If you're doing a podcast. Honestly, I still believe it does, mm-hmm. it, you know, in some people's well, eyes. You still get that look. Well, because if you talk to, like, regular people, like my yeah. mom and dad or my mom and dad's friends, you know, they're like, well, a podcast? They're like, yeah. My mom and dad would be like, I could see them telling their friends, Barbara mm-hmm. Quinn. Yeah. I could see them, what is Chris doing? He does a podcast. I'm like, well, that's not exactly Chelsea lately. Yeah. You know, it's not on E! Entertainment Television. I'm like, yeah, but it's it does better. Mm-hmm. Like, more people probably hear me now than they did then. Yeah. But- that's hard to explain to 82-year-old Barbara Quinn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are like that, so it still does have... I don't even it's think still, it's just the 82-year-old. That's what I'm stuff. saying. Yeah. I'm saying a lot of people think, it, well, that's not, that's not NBC. Yeah. So, but whatever. Here it is, and this is like almost a second falling into. I fell into Chelsea lately in a weird way. I fell into even moving to Los Angeles. I'm not going to be in John Hughes movies. Is that it too was late? The, yeah, he's dead. John oh, died well, years yeah, ago. It's too late. Yeah, and they don't even really make them anymore. And so that's I just don't know. And I'm happy with what I got, but never had a plan. There was no plan. And I, in a way, I feel like that's what Mindy's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Mindy's like, I don't, I have no plan here. I NPR was my plan. That didn't pan out. Now I'm taking phone calls with riddles <laughs> yeah. from children at uh, seven o'clock in the morning. I, this might go to another direction. I'm just gonna let it happen and see what happens. So I, 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 I wish Mindy the best because as a person who had no plan and has worked out kind of well, uh, I hope Mindy. I wish Mindy the, yeah. the, the success that I've had with no plan. She needs to start a podcast. Yeah. She, oh, believe me, she's yeah. got one. Oh, I'm yeah. sure she's got <laughs> one. Anyway, so that's the funny uh, story. I wanted to just tell that story, um, and it'll give you a little bit about my background because we get a lot of new listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, welcome Alex to a Thursday episode. There is some things to talk about. Ow! Support for Cover to Cover is brought to you by Manscaped. Look at that, Alex. Look who's back. Ooh. Our favorite. Manscaped. Oh, we have been promoting and and singing the praises of Manscaped for no pay for a <laughs> long time now. We love 
all things Manscaped. Of course, they are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Are you ready for what you get if you listen to Cover to Cover? Yes, sir. You get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, at manscaped.com. Now, let me just say this about Manscaped. Off book now. It's not just the grooming. It's everything about it. Everything you get with this package, you get the 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, uh, ear and nose trimmer, crop preserver, Alex's favorite, Mm -hmm. uh, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner. (laughs) Alex loves that as well. I do. You get performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. It, It Everything smells amazing. And I recommend going over to manscaped.com to look at the colognes. Yeah. The, the shampoo sh- conditioner. Yes. The, the lip, the lip of like chapstick, the bomb, the, bomb, the yeah. lip balm. All of it is just so amazing. I, I can't say enough about my love of Manscaped. You guys know that. I'm happy they're back. Anyway, get 20% off and free shipping with code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code COVER, C-O-V-E-R. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Madonna. Madonna. Back at it. Back on tour. She's doing it. She's doing the big tour. This mm-hmm. is the t- this is the tour that was up and run, about to get ready to go, and she got some dire sickness. Whatever mm-hmm. she got, it's it's almost like that Jamie Foxx sickness that we don't really know what it was. Yeah, but apparently, according to Madonna, she almost she was like on her deathbed, mm-hmm. and she had to cancel the whole tour. And she said, "Don't worry, I'm just pushing the dates." Now, when you start to get Madonna's age, um, it, you know, this a sickness like that would be like, all right, are we? Is the tour, are the touring days over? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how many have we seen canceled this year? Right, exactly. Yeah. Springsteen, you know, yeah. he just a lot of guys just like we just can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And Madonna probably the same way. Anyway, she's back. She said she said I'm 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 feeling good again. And I think it was last week in in uh, London, they the tour is up and running. Okay, uh, and people good reviews. Except for like last night or something, she, I guess she she uh, started late and ended early. Well, but you know what? That's hey, gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't know Madonna's situation. I know she's not she's not like a a touring veteran. She, mm. I don't think she toured a ton. Not like the Rolling Stones or something. Yeah. So she's probably like I don't. You know, who knows? But anyway, I looked at the set list of the tour, and it's you know it's gonna be a greatest hits. She said it was a greatest hits package, and she was gonna give you the hits. And man, does she give you the hits. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where I'm like, shit, when this thing rolls through Los Angeles, which I think it's coming to the Forum or something, like five nights yeah. at the Forum here in LA, I'm like, do I need to go to this? Because she is doing them all. Yeah. You and want the, uh... she's doing some of my favorite. She's doing Live to Tell. That's like my favorite Madonna song. Uh-huh. Anyway, give us... Now, uh, stay with us, everybody. We're going to roll down... The set Madonna's list. set list of this tour. Yeah. And she's still got all the dancing and all the gays jumping on her and, you know, doing all sorts of provocative. She's, you know, deep throating, uh, you know, some some uh, phallic symbol of a, of a gay dancer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's all that shit, too. It's all that fun that we that we 
uh, come to know from Madonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do what do we got? It looks like she's kind of doing a bunch of like, like it looks different acts. Yeah, it's like different acts, right? Uh, like, well, we got nothing really matters. So she breaks it down into like this is my career, yeah. like I just did for you guys. Mm-hmm. My career would start out Act One. I'm in a, a shitty apartment on uh, on on Vermont Avenue, working at a Sizzler. Those of you guys who are as old as me, and many of you are. We we know Madonna's acts. We know Borderline is Act One, right? Mm-hmm. What is Act One? So Act One is going to be Nothing Really Matters, mm-hmm. which it says she hasn't played since '99. Yeah, everybody, everybody. Oh, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, into that's the old. groove. Into the that's get into the mm-hmm. groove, boy. You got to prove. Okay, already we're not even out of the gate, and mm-hmm. we're looking at. A couple of, I mean, the gays just their head just me must be exploding. exploding. <laughs> this is like this is like those are like two yeah. gay anthems right there. This is old school New York hairy armpit Madonna. Yeah, you guys remember hairy armpit Playboy black and white pictures. It was if you were once again as old as me, you remember iconic images of our time. Madonna in Playboy. She was from the streets, and I know she's from Detroit, but. She came through the streets of New York, and this is her New York downtown sound that we loved from Madonna. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Uh, burning up. Oh, burning up for your love. Do you want to see me down on my knees? Bending over backwards now, would you believe? Oh, oh man. Keep going. Sounds like you have frequented some of these hall or these New York gay clubs. I could see you in a crop top. How dare top. you? How dare you? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, go on. Uh, open your heart. Okay. Holiday. Oh, live. live to tell? Live to tell. That's an act one? That act one. Wow. I guess that was. A, I mean, that's from the movie, Sean Penn movie, At, uh-huh. at Close Range. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Keep going. Like a Prayer. Mm, that's act one, too? All right. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is. Girl Gone Wild. Okay. Uh, act of contrition. Oh, so the girl gone wild has something with act of contrition and a little Sam Smith Kim Petras unholy in there. Whoa. I don't know oh. if they're on tour with her. If that's just the if it's sampled. no, no, they're not. She's yeah. just doing yeah. Is she yeah, sampling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so she's having a good time. So that's She's act throwing. one. Okay, that's act one, and and, it, and you're already. Yeah. I mean, I can't even. I can't even handle it. Mm-hmm. Let's go act two. Erotica. Papa don't preach. Okay, you, okay, we all remember this era. Yeah, this is the era of a ro- black and white. You know, she's mm-hmm. getting real. She's blindfolds on, rolling around on a bed. We're all erotic. Everybody's erotic. Erotic, mm-hmm. erotic. Put your hands all over my body. Okay, what else? Papa don't preach. Pop, great song. Yeah, justify my love. Ooh, dirty, dirty. Fever, which is an Eddie Cooley yeah. cover. Yeah, I know. Hung up. Okay, mm-hmm. hung up. Uh. Bad girl. Okay. Vogue. Oh, I mean, maybe Madonna. I don't know what Madonna era I like best. Uh huh. But I didn't. I like the Vogue era. Yeah. Um. Human nature, crazy for you. That's the. That's see, act I two. think crazy for you is. I think she's got. That's got to go first act. Mm. But I could be wrong. I would do crazy for you first act one. Anyway, keep going. Now, act- but we see we're already in two Madonnas. Yeah. We all knew that Madonna, that erotica Madonna. Mm-hmm. We all knew first act Madonna. Yeah. With the, you know, the, the thing, the, the, the outfits we know. Anyway, act three. 
Now, uh, this one I think is getting into more Die Another Day. Die Another Day, yeah. Which I think was for the movie, wasn't it? She did. It? She yeah. did for the James Bond movie. Yeah, so I think we're yeah. getting into 2000s. Don't Tell Me, Mother mm-hmm. and Father. Right. Little Star. Yeah. Uh, some Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. She, she does I Will Survive, yeah. I know. I mean, already. Jeez, uh, yeah. We just played that. Didn't we just play that on we the podcast? We did, yeah. yeah. Uh, La Isla Bonita. Oh, yeah. See, this is now, Act 3, I was I was a grown man, and I was a little bit, but I, I know it. I know it, yeah. but I'm not. I might go get a beer during Act 3. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, I mean, maybe save your beers for Act 4 and 5. Uh, I was, wait, there's five acts? Five acts. But okay. the thing is, they all get shorter. So the first yeah. two acts are well, like Madonna's six, eight, something. Yeah, to exactly. four. Yeah. yeah, everybody's acts get shorter. Which, um, so and I guess Act Three ends with uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." Yeah, she was played Evita in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and then we go to Act Four. Okay, bedtime story. Yeah, I mean all good stuff. Ray this of is, light, rain. Ray of this is when she's a cowboy. Remember yeah. she went yes. cowboy there for uh-huh. a while. She went Hindu cowboy. Hindu cowboy. She had yes. like Hindu tattoos on her hand and a cowboy outfit. Was and this, she even tried to play guitar a little bit. Yeah. Was this around like the Austin Powersy? Yes, okay, yeah. yes, it was. Yes, it was. I remember this. It was okay. So we got Hindu cowboy. Yeah. So Madonna act, era. Act four, three songs. Hindu cowboy, three songs. Yeah. Uh, and then act five, Bitch, I'm Madonna. Yes. This is her l- latest, like, the uh, mm. this is the year and now. This is, you know, a little too much plastic surgery, weird mm-hmm. looking, still doing some odd things, you know, yeah. posing with, um, you know, just panties on. Yeah. Pretending she's stuck under a bed or something. Remember that weird bed, picture? In a bed full of milk, or in a bath full of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Lot. And then, of course, the kids and Guy Ritchie and, you know, all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Weirdness. And then a lot of young boyfriends. And then you know, she got a couple of 22 year old uh, backup dancers that she's uh, dragging around, mm-hmm. you know, making them uh, do whatever, they m- massage her feet. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay. What, what does so, she close with? What are we closing with? Uh, celebration with elements of the song music. Music and the people. Yeah, so she closes on together. music. Oh, that's but it sounds good. like it sounds like her last act is kind of just a. It's just it's a good. Cl- it's a strong close. She's trying to get I some gotta old say, stuff in now there. as Madonna of a certain age or whatever we all are, and I think Madonna keeps herself in pretty good shape. You mm-hmm. know, she always has. But that I'm tired. Just act that's two. A, that's a long night mm-hmm. for Madonna. No yeah. wonder she calls it quits early. I would too. Yeah. Like, come on, people. What are we doing here? Are you insane? Mm-hmm. Like, you get the. I mean, I'm not Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's 33. Mm-hmm. I'm 63. We yeah. gotta. We gotta go. Nobody's here for bitch. I'm Madonna. No. You know. So I guess we can wrap the show now. Oh, wow. After Act Three, I feel like you've gotten your money's worth, right? Well, I think I might have to go to this. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go I'll put on my half shirt and uh put on whatever <laughs> and go out and have a good old time. Grow your armpit hair That's, out. And... Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, who wouldn't have a good time at that show? Uh all right, everybody. Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is the latest thing with Netflix. Netflix is planning to open brick and mortar locations. I don't understand what this is about. That's but failed, hasn't it? I, well, it's funny you mention that, Alice, because... I was uh, in this industry. Well, yeah. it's once again funny you mention that, because Blockbuster mm. responded to the news on Twitter. Blockbuster said, oh boy, should we tell Netflix how this ends? 
that was and then Redbox, their DVD, they also responded and they said, I think I've seen this film before. Yeah. The Redbox people. All jokes aside, it doesn't look like the upcoming physical locations will be selling DVDs. Uh, instead, a new Bloomberg report says that they tentatively titled a Netflix house will be a place fans can play, shop, and eat. Okay. Uh, we've seen how much fans love to immerse themselves in the world of our movies, says Josh Simon, Vice President of Consumer Products at Netflix. He told Bloomberg a statement, and we've been thinking a lot about how we could take this to the next level. The venues will consist of retail, dining, and live entertainment experiences. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't hate the idea. No. I, like, by live entertainment, do they mean, okay, now here's what I'm seeing. I get to go to Netflix. Now, I don't know if, like, people throw food in there, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. I think food is a weird one because you don't want to go to, like, oh, I had the greatest meal over the Netflix pop-up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not going to be that. Yeah. And as long as you don't want it to be completely shitty either. Like, uh, you know, I remember Planet Hollywood did that. Mm -hmm. They were like, well, you could see uh, the jacket that Fonzie wore on the wall. So we'd have... You so we, give, we can we don't give a it fuck in. about yeah. the food, yeah. you know, because you're sitting next to, you know, Moira Kelly's mm. ice skates from the cutting edge. Yeah. I happen to be there the day they were given to the Hard Rock Cafe. Whatever. Listen, I, I've led a good life. Uh, anyway, but I'm saying that the food always sucked because they're like, well, the food doesn't have to be good. Yeah. Because you're sitting We got next Tony Iommi's guitar Kevin right Costner's there. socks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, so, you, and then it, you have you have to find a way to mm. kind of make it decent yet not too good, not too bad. So what is what is Netflix going to do food-wise? I would even like, I don't know, if I, would, I would even do the food. You want to buy a T-shirt from one of the shows you like? Here we got it. And then performance space I kind of like. Mm -hmm. You know, comedian, they got a thousand fucking specials. Let the comedians yeah. perform. They come see, I don't know, one of their big performers. Tonight at the place. Yeah. I don't know. Netflix is a joke. Presents. Right. Yeah. From ticketed shows inspired by its biggest series and restaurants featuring food from unscripted shows. Whatever that means. So we may not be able to eat real life versions of Scoops Ahoy. Is that from Stranger Things? It must be. Uh, will most likely be uh, in the cooler. Okay. Yeah. So check out the list of the best Netflix. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Netflix brick and mortars. So it sounds like they're making a bunch of little mini kind of universal studios. I mean, no rides, obviously, but just immerse yourself in the world, buy the shirts. and They're saying that they're gaming. They have games on oh, Netflix yeah. now, and their gaming uh, is doing very well. They have over uh, nearly 80 game titles. You can play games mm -hmm. on Netflix. Just, Mobile gaming, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about, a, about uh, one door over from where we're doing this yeah. is the president of Netflix games. Yeah. Sitting in the kitchen. I actually saw an ad for one of their games the other day. The president of Netflix Games is in the, is in our kitchen right now, mm -hmm. uh, making a rice cake. Uh, <laughs> oh, and here, over a decade later, the platform continues to lean into its original content, expanding into mobile gaming sector. An initiative that first started its launch in uh, 2021 for Android users only. Ooh. You don't think I had something to do with that? Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah. I was like, can I play these games? And I'm. Anyway, I don't even. I I don't think I've played him. So there you go. What do you think of that? What do you think of? Um, I mean, it's exciting. They have a Love Is Blind game. I saw all about it the other day. Yeah, they. Yeah. 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 You like that show, right? I. It's a. It's a. It's a staple in the house. Yeah. You guys are watching TV over there. We're watching TV. Good. Nothing good. I don't think. Are there you guys is watching like good. quality programming. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll go. I like to go into like shows that 
have been off the, you know, 10-year-old shows where they still got a little, you know, shows were better. Should we should we rank something? Should we do, a, do a best to worst? A listicle? Uh, we, how about a list? How about a list? Um, I mean, I can talk more about my career, but I don't think you guys care. This is going to be an obscure list. If you have, haven't been to uh, Cracker Barrel, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. But I think we've all been to a Cracker Barrel at one time or another. Yeah, you know Cracker Barrel has side dishes. I do. You got twenty one of them. I twenty one side dishes. Yeah. If you choose to, you want to hear Cracker Barrel side dishes ranked, ranked, the top Just twenty, top twenty, top twenty one. Yeah. Side dishes over to number twenty one, carrots. I mean, <laughs> well, they can't take Cracker Barrel can't take credit for carrots. No, everybody's they. they that's God. Yeah. God made carrots. Mm-hmm. You just can't take. But anyway, this is they. They they're not ranked high, but they got carrots. You know what's a side dish over at, at Cracker Barrel number twenty? What? Which I think dumplings, mm. but not the type of not like a Chinese dumpling. No, it's like an old school like biscuit like dumpling, like, like a biscuit you, and yeah, water that goes on top of like a <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a dumpling. It's that chicken and dumplings. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's number twenty. Number nineteen. It never works on any. Everybody throws it in. Any you get a to go item from any shithole restaurant, and they'll throw in a little fresh fruit on uh, the side. Yeah, nobody wants it. It's honeydew. And that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little pineapple, a little honeydew, a little something, a couple of blueberries. One grape. Yeah, one, exactly. We used to call it fruit cocktail when I was going up. Fruit cocktail, just a sugary mess mm-hmm. with one maraschino cherry in there. Me and my brothers would fight over it. 18, number 18, corn. Okay. Coming in at 18. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we're losing our minds over here. Coming in at 18. This is almost like Madonna's 4X. I feel like uh, I'm on the kids' act, place. Act three. <laughs> Good like morning, Mindy. Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Hi, kids. Hey, kids, call in. Uh, if you kids want to call in right now, we're counting down the best side dishes at Cracker Barrel. Hi, Mindy. It's me. It's um, little uh, little Jaden in uh, in uh, Indianapolis. Okay, Jaden, you want to tell us what your favorite side dish is at Cracker Barrel? I like broccoli. Oh, oh. well, that's number 17, Jaden. Nice. Thank you for saying that. Uh, how about loaded baked potato comes in at 16? Ooh. How's that not number one? How's that not higher up? Yeah. I feel like. Breakfast Wait a sides have to be up in the top, Wait a minute. Right? Side is fresh fruit or loaded baked potato? Yeah. I'm going. We're all going loaded baked. That's 16. Number 15, turnip greens. Bullshit. Yeah. No, but who, who's making this list? Okay, you ever have this, Alex? Their hash brown casserole. Oh, have I? That yes. That comes in at number 14? Yes. Well, 13, just straight up mashed potatoes with gravy. Mm-hmm. Sounds delicious. I mean, already we're getting better. Number 12, a classic. Remember, coming in at number 12, coleslaw. Ooh. Coleslaw. <laughs> uh, number 11, biscuits. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the top 10 going to be? Dude, they have good like biscuits. I know. And it's, already, it's only 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what this fried apples. Fried apples. It's going to be almost like oh, a. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh. We, we, we've we've awoke. We've awoken a sleeping giant. You've He's, never had fried apples. They like make apples and cinnamon on a pan, and they kind of get soft and. Okay. You never. Had it's, f- like a, it's, it's like a. It's like apple pie it's, filling. It's like real apple. It's like yeah. yeah. Okay. Hash brown so casserole good. tarts number nine. Mm. You like that? I haven't okay. tried them, but. You know, number eight, just straight up green beans. Mm-hmm. Green beans. Okay. Okay. You get the idea. Number seven, vegetable soup. Oh, my father would love Ooh. it. 
Hot soup. Do do we have any hot soup? My father will eat hot soup a 95-degree day sitting on the beach. Hot soup. That's a lot. I, <laughs> I got to tell you, okra, I, I, yeah. I'm not a fan. No. I know the, the, like the South and the they like this okra. I don't, fried okra, number six, coming in, number six, fried okra. I don't like it at all. Number five, a personal favorite of mine. Uh, you guys have listed this podcast for any length of time. You'll know my love of cornbread. Okay. This is a cornbread muffin. So yeah. it's not, you know, it's not your square, straight up cornbread. You butter up some cornbread. You got me. Mm-hmm. Hook, line, and sinker. Uh, we're going to go number four, loaded sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Not on like a, yeah, same type of thing. I think a deals. loaded baked potato would be I higher. agree with you. Number three, classic mac and cheese, macaroni and cheese, number three. Number two, fucking, fucking steak fries. Just steak classic. fries. I love a steak fry. Some people think it's too much potato. You know, like I, my wife doesn't like a steak fry. We can't agree on fries. You know, when it comes to like, what fries do you want? Steak fries or whatever. Like if you guys go to Fat Burger and you're yeah. splitting an order of fries, mm-hmm. you want to go steak. I she go wants steak. to go skinny. Yes, exactly. Oh, I know right. it's it's a problem, but whatever, we're making it work. Who gets their way usually? Uh, her. I don't her. want. That. You know, I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm gonna put up a fuss. Yeah, I know. Put a fuss. You know what? This has definitely got to be skewed. Okay, so let's give you number two is steak fries. So number one side dish over at. Um, over at, uh, what the hell's the name of this place? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, thank you. Uh, this has got to be wrong. This has got to be wrong. This is the, I think they're fucking with us over here. Okay. Pinto beans. At Pinto Cracker Barrel? Beans. That's number one? Sometimes the simple things in life are the best, and that's the case with Cracker Barrel's Pinto beans. They're a master class in how uh, a basic ingredient, when treated with the proper respect, can be much tastier than a complicated recipe. These pinto beans, this is somebody's job, yeah. is to go to Cracker Barrel and try 21 side dishes. And go, you know what? In the end, I preferred the pinto beans. They had a firm texture and a robust flavor, and they weren't dry. While can- canned beans are convenient, they're bland and mushy compared to these beans. Anyway, they loved, they were that good, this guy says. They would wow. be number one. I love over at the uh, Cracker Barrel. See what what they what they're not talking about is the gift shop. Mm-hmm. A, that's a good time. That's a you, great. You're, you're time. heading out. I believe they. That's how they get you. You got to check out, and you got to go in and bring your receipt to go pay for your meal, pay for your your your, your beans. Mm-hmm. You got to go in and pay in the in the store. Yeah. I like. Whoa. Do I want any? Do I want any? I need any salt water taffy. They got old timey mm-hmm. candies and yeah. just a bunch of ugly bric a brac. Alan Jackson's greatest hit CD, which I swear to God I've seen. I don't know why that one always comes to mind. Alan Jackson's greatest hits. Because he's hits. there a lot. It's the, I see it in mm-hmm. the rack. Yeah. Alan Jackson's greatest hits CD. He's got great hits. Well, I have a I have a CD story. Want to hear my CD story? Yes. Happened to me yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Yesterday. I joined, this is going to tell you what a lunatic I am. I needed to get good tickets to see Guns N' Roses at the Hollywood Bowl in a couple of weeks, November 5th or something. Guns N' Roses come to Hollywood Bowl. And I wanted to get good seats. My wife loves Guns N' Roses. We love the Hollywood Bowl. We figure we're going to have a fun night. I, I've seen Guns N' Roses 25 times. They're kind of phoning in at this point. But mm-hmm. I'll, go, I'll go listen to November Rain. So it's a lot like Madonna's Act 5. It could very well yeah. be. You know, I, but, so who knows? Uh, but I'll listen to November Rain and a couple of the hits. I, I'm, 
I could do that. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with that. So anyway, I want to get good seats, and I think it's going to sell out real quick because you know Hollywood Bowl is big, but it's not as big as some venues. Yeah. Uh, so I see they have a pre-sale if you join Guns and Roses uh, fan club. Li- yeah. It's called Night Train to become a Night Train member. Yeah. And you got to pay 80 bucks to become a Night Train member. Okay. So now, sometimes when I'm in a hotel on the road, I'm bored out of my mind. And these, th- these are the things I do. I order sneakers I don't need and things like this. You join the Night Train. So I joined Night Train for 80 bucks. And if you join Night Train, they send you t shirt, a hat, and some other fun Guns N' Roses stuff, okay. a pin, you know, Guns N' Roses shit. So uh, yesterday I got my Guns N' Roses Night Train fan club packet. Okay. And it's a nice shirt, a nice hat, a pin, and a, and a couple of CDs. Ooh, like, like the originals? Like CDs. Yeah, like I, they must have like a, a bunch of like CDs lying around in a boxes warehouse. Yeah. And they're like, fucking throw in a couple of CDs yeah. in their box. Give them Chinese democracy. They haven't well, they heard it give, yet. They gave me like a live <laughs> album from 1991. Not bad. That they that they they I guess they taped it in London. Guns N' Roses live from London or something. And I was like, oh, I looked at the songs and I'm like, oh, I would listen to this CD. Mm-hmm. So I had to drive for a little bit. I was about to get in my car when I opened it, and I'm like, I'm gonna I'll listen. I'll take this into the car and listen to it. And I get in my car. Like, I don't have a CD player in my car. You don't? No. It's a brand new car. I wonder of. if I do. I know. Well, <laughs> I don't even thought, know. I, that's what I, neither did I. Yeah. I'm like, I think I saw one in this car. I think there was like a slot. <laughs> this is probably, you probably have like a 10 disc underneath the no, seat. No, I got, I went in and, 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 and Zero. No, so then I'm like, well, how would I ever play this? Yeah. Like, so the, it's gone. I'm never going to play it. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want to be like, I'm going to go buy a CD player. And it's not going to happen. No. Sit there and listen. Listen to it. So anyway, I don't know. I would listen to it if, uh, on my little car ride, but if there's no CD player in the car. So that's a thing of the past, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I got the... If anybody wants a Guns N' Roses CD, I got it. Okay, just a couple of other quick stories before we get out of here. Just some entertainment newsy stories outside of uh, you know the side dishes over Cracker Barrel. Pretty good breakdown, I mm-hmm. think. Uh I was a little disappointed at Beans, number one. Yeah. Or whatever, but I, I don't got to argue. I never had them, so I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say. Nate Bragazzi. Yeah. <clears throat> Nate Bragazzi, a comedian friend of mine. I've known Nate for years. I find him to be absolutely hilarious. Uh, I think I've mentioned him before on this podcast. When people ask me who some of my favorite comedians are, I always say Nate because uh, I watch his specials. He's got quite a few of them on Netflix and wherever else. And he's just so funny to me because he he finds ways to make, you know, uh, what I... He's very clean, first of all, which mm-hmm. I'm always, I always admire, somebody who could work clean like that and still be really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, he finds ways to make... He makes uh, the mundane yeah, hilarious. Yeah, and he's just so yeah. good. And, uh, you know, one of those guys I'm just, like, jealous of. I watch his stuff, and I'm like, shit... Uh, Anyway, I love Nate. Nate and I performed. We we actually toured together a little bit years ago. Anyway, I just see like yesterday he he's he's hosting Saturday Night Live. Hosting, hosting, yeah, with the Foo Fighters of the band and Nate's hosting. I mean, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable to see right now. Comedy is just hot. Mm-hmm. 
I that's always a bad sign because that just means it's going to get cold. The end is near. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I've seen this, you know, I've seen it come and go like this several times throughout my life. But right now, it's just these people playing these vend like the Leanne Morgans of the world, and and it's just it's it's everybody. It's not just like if you wanted to in comedy, you could go out if you wanted to see Nate, who's you know very clean. You could bring the whole family and enjoy it. Or you wanted to go see, you know, the Legion of Skanks guys. Mm-hmm. You could, you could do it. Yeah, you could see, and they're all playing large venues. They all have big audiences. You could see Leanne Morgan, who's very clean and mm-hmm. also family friendly. She's playing large venues, and it's just great to see. I, I'm going to say it's great to see. I don't know who's to blame for it or who's to credit for it. Uh, Netflix probably. Podcasting, probably. Podcasting, huge. Uh, all of it. But mostly, it's you guys. The people who actually come out of the house, pay their money, go to see Nate, go to see Leanne, go to see the Legion of Skanks, come to see me. And it's fun. I don't know if it's as fun as, you know, Madonna's five acts or whatever, mm-hmm. but Madonna's also $700 to see her. You know, I don't think... In some cases, I don't think these comedians are seven hundred dollars. So you, you know, if you want a relatively inexpensive night out, and in the case of like a Nate or Leanne Morgan, you could bring the whole family. Yeah, you. I don't think you, you could bring the whole family to me, and I'm okay with that. I yeah. don't need nine year olds in my crowd. But if you do bring a nine year old to my show, I'll do my best to. <sighs> clean it up um but yeah so uh i I think it's good anyway congratulations to nate i love him he's a good friend of mine and i'm excited for his success just one of the decent guys in his business alec baldwin uh it looks the charges were dropped i mean we i feel like we've talked about this rust shooting on this podcast yeah forever but anyway the whole thing was just so weird and strange and 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 what we forget in the end is there was a woman who was shot and killed. A mother. On the yeah. set. Yeah, a mother yeah. and whatever. Uh, and a wife and whatever. Yeah. And, but she was shot and killed on the set of a movie, and the director was shot too. Mm-hmm. He, he lived. But the whole thing was just weird. And nothing against Alec Baldwin and no blame on him or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But the, the fact of the matter is a woman who was shot while she was working, mm-hmm. which is all bizarre. I, you would think that doing something like that or even being within the same room where that happened would affect you. And I would imagine it does. I would mm-hmm. imagine when when the doors are closed and the lights are off, I think Alec Baldwin is probably deeply affected by this. Yeah. There's no way he couldn't be unless he's completely insane, which may be the case. So he's, you know, it doesn't seem to, he's still back on Instagram and he's still talking and he's still doing all this stuff. So then the charges were dropped. And I think he was... In his, in a way, exonerated a little bit. He's just like, hey, I feel, I feel good. Makes me feel because I didn't think I was guilty of this. It was I was told to do what I do as an actor, and mm-hmm. if somebody put a bullet in the gun and whatever. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he's right. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not on the judge or the jury of this. But anyway, now I'm seeing the charges might be coming back. Now that New Mexico, Alec Baldwin charged, maybe charged again. In the fatal Rust set shooting, the New Mexico grand jury will soon decide whether Alec Baldwin should once again face criminal charges over the 2021 death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if it seems to never end, either 
But Alec Baldwin doesn't do anything to help himself out. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's been a couple of times where Alec Baldwin goes on, you know, Instagram and just does things where you're like, Alec, seriously, take a break. You don't need to be saying my wife doesn't have get. Please get my wife to a million followers. I mean, mm-hmm. he did that one time. This yeah. is after the shooting. You know, like okay, let's not do that mm-hmm. right now. Um, but I understand that he does probably as an actor need to have an Instagram. Maybe I don't, he. I think he's already established himself that he doesn't need an Instagram. But he's one of these dudes who likes to talk and yeah. all that. And I enjoyed following him because he does sometimes say some interesting things. Anyway, one time he did like an interview with Woody Allen. Like on my live, I'm going to do an interview with Woody Allen, which I'm like, okay, now you're really getting into a fucked up area because it's you're already a polarizing figure because of this shooting mm-hmm. and other things beyond that. But why Woody Allen? Yeah. I know you like Woody Allen. I know you personal friends. But maybe this is the point where you're like, you know what, Woody? I love you. You're 80 fucking five. I don't know how many more movies you're going to be making. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Even Woody Allen would probably understand. He'd be like, "I get it, yeah. I get it." I'm, I'm, right now, I'm not the best guy to be yeah. partnering not, with. It's not your fault. I just shot a woman. Right. It's that, not exactly. your fault. And you're Woody Allen. Yeah. So let's not let's, get in bed together. Yeah. Uh, anyway, now he's doing a thing on his Instagram again. Right when these charges back up, I'm doing for the next five days. I'm counting down the my favorite Woody Allen films. And he He's goes just all in. On I this. know. I'm like, what are you doing with Woody? I know yeah. we all loved Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. We all loved Danny Hall. We all loved Woody Allen, especially he's been in his movies. He's probably friendly with the man. But there's a time to say, Woody, I'll talk to you privately, mm-hmm. but let's not take this public. Yeah. And Woody Allen is as 80s. He's not doing any more movies. He's just like, he's even probably like, Alec, you don't have to do much. Yeah top five movies you have your own issues right now you go talk to your eight kids mm-hmm. and not talk to me about you know uh about uh annie hall yeah but he did he does i don't understand it like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah and it is weird too that he kind of positioned himself against you know he positioned himself in the whole like political thing and the side that he was kind of again <laughs> there's a lot of QAnon people that you're just Gassing up those I know, flames, I, know, I guess I, is what I'm saying. I, I, I know, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like all that, all there's a lot of yeah, all those weirdos. Mm. Don't give those weirdos anything to run with. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, did you see just Lenny Kravitz video? He's like completely nude. I did like, not. Video. I mean, he's a good looking guy, you know, and he looks good. He's just, his ass is out a little. He's got his dick out. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I mean, but you know, he's a handsome guy. He's like 60 years old and still looks fucking great. Still going. But he's one of those little guys, you know. When you're fucking five foot seven, it's easy to to you got come you're compact. Yeah, so it's easy to keep your shit tight. Mm-hmm. Kristen Cavallari didn't. She never shot a shot with uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh, well, I bet she's regretting it now. She's there'll be another moment. Don't worry, yeah, this yeah, ain't yeah, going give the her distance. A chance. Give yeah. her, give her. All right, everybody. I I mean, we can go on all day. There's a bunch of stories that we just rattle over. Pete Davidson's SNL opening was very good. I enjoyed it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I think Pete Davidson did a fine enough job. All right. What do we got to get out of here on? Uh, Tommy Lee used to drink two gallons of vodka a day. He said on Bill Maher's podcast. I listened to the podcast. I feel like uh, something's wrong with um with Tommy Lee. I feel like he's. I feel like that two bottles of vodka has affected his... I don't think he can hear because he's been in Motley Crue for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I think Bill Maher's probably talking very low because there was a lot of times where where I think um, 
he was answering questions that Bill Maher wasn't asking because I don't think he can hear. And sometimes people can't hear. They don't say they can't hear, but they, you know, they they pretend they're hearing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Tommy Lee was doing. A lot of nodding. It, it was. It wasn't as good. I want Tommy Lee to be good, but I think he's his brain's a little fried, and it wasn't as great as I was hoping it was going mm-hmm. to be. All right, Alex. What do we got to get out of here on? We'll get out of here on a little bit of Madonna. Oh. I think this one's from Act Three. This is music. Oh, oh, she said close with this. This is oh closer. yeah. I'm sorry, this yeah. is closer. Yeah. It's Act Five, Alex. I thought I'm Madonna, bitch. I keep mixing it up. I mean, come on. I'm being sent out into the streets with this one. Uh-huh. This is what she closed. I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's not dancing to this song? Yeah. Hey, listen. I'm sure that Taylor Swift era's tour is great, but I'd rather watch this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not actually saying anymore. It's just lip syncing. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point, I'll let him lip sync. Who cares? If you're in the... It's going to sound better. It's going to sound good. Yeah. Like, I think Axel and, like, Vince Neil and stuff, those guys at this point, just, just lip sync. Yeah. We got it. We don't need to hear you struggling. This is a good song. I wonder where Madonna's at. Where's her head at? What's she up to these days? Like, she's not she's not gonna be in the movies anymore. I'm gonna talk a lot about in the next couple of uh, next couple of episodes. I, I wanna, as I was looking at reading about Nate Bagazzi hosting Sunday Night Live, I was thinking of comedians. I think as they're all getting bigger and bigger, the Burt Kreischers, the Sebastian Maniscalco's making movies. You know. Yeah. On the plane, I see Sebastian's movies on the plane, Bert's movies on the plane, and I think they're all going about it the wrong way. And I think I could fix that careers. I feel like I think I feel like they're doing it wrong. I feel like you need to you don't need to make a movie about your bit, you know, like yeah. like Bert's movies about a the bit that he does, story. yeah, yeah. And then Sebastian's movies kind of about his kind of act, his father. Yeah. Like that's the wrong. I think you need to be like the you got a Billy Crystal, Billy. Crystal. Okay. You tell your agents if you get to a certain level in your career, say, I want Billy Crystal's career. I want to be in a romantic comedy, not anything to do with my act. Yeah. That's the way Billy Crystal did it. When Harry met Sally, then Billy Crystal did like City Slickers, Running Scared. He played an action star for a minute. Yeah, you know, five foot six Jewish guy. Yeah. He was 63, but he was some reason punching out, you know, <laughs> a drug addicts in, uh, on the streets of Cleveland and like movies. And yeah. people bought it. Yeah. I think you could do that as a comedian. I think you could be a romantic lead, Sebastian Maniscalco. So I don't, we don't need to see mm-hmm. you, you know, doing bits with Robert De Niro as your dad. Yeah. I think being a, a romantic comedy. And now they're like, oh, this guy could be, he could have some longevity in his career. Am I wrong in saying this? No, I agree. Thank you. T.J. Miller was doing it. T.J. Miller was taking smaller parts in good movies. Yeah. You know, like Comedic uh, Relief. Deadpool. Yeah. And, but then T.J. Miller, you know, was fucking lunatic, so I think he blew it a little bit, but he was on the way. Mm-hmm. He was doing it right. Me, nobody's calling, but I have all the answers. How is nobody... I could sit there with, you know, say he put me in a movie with Ryan Reynolds. I'm his buddy, you know? Yeah. And he's, you know, he goes out and does whatever he has to do, action shit, blows up, you know, saves the city, and then comes back to me and goes, do you believe what happened last night? I got the, the, the whatever, the bad guy 
drove nine cars into the city, and I had to stop. I'm like, ooh, you know what I did? Sat here and ate uh, carrots from uh, <sighs> Cracker Barrel. What? Yeah, the number 21 on the top 25 best side dishes. How'd I do? I you like, did good. I'm, I'm like the quirky friend. Yeah. And he's like, what? You're talking about Cracker Barrel? You know, it's number one. And he's like, I'm fighting crime right now. Yeah. So I'm fighting crime, too. It's a crime that refried beans were number one. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? Yeah. I see. So you laughed. Yeah. Yeah, you're enjoying the movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Bye-bye, everyone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.